episode. Hey, hello. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of 20 Something More. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm like on an episode of like ASMR with like Cody Cow. I really I want to like, myself. I want to drink my milk so everyone can like hear me slurping, but I feel like. <laughs> uh, preview. You want a preview? Okay. Yeah. This is ASMR of me drinking milk. <laughs> no but seriously guys we're back we have a new like we've been waiting to put an episode out because we've been trying to find a way to like have the best like crystal clear podcast and we finally found it with Zencaster. so we're really excited now you guys can actually hear us and it doesn't sound like muffled voices okay but the thing is the funniest part about it is I have a nice Yeti microphone that I've been using this entire time each record. And little did I know, it was picking up my internal microphone on my computer. And I could not figure out for the life of me why I always sounded so different from Athena. But now we have figured it out that I am just a straight dumb bitch. <laughs> that, the fact that it like hasn't been working for the entire time of our podcast, even though your like, thing is literally worth like $100, is just... It's me just like throwing money out the window. Like, yeah, we literally are just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, let's just waste all that money. It's fine. Like, no worries. One eight hundred. Waste my time. Waste my money. <laughs> just waste my money. It's totally fine. Well, we're back, and we have so much to tell. Like, so much has gone on in our life that yeah. I have so many like life updates. Like, I, I can't. It, we haven't done this in a while. It is. No. It's, it's time. We missed the whole, so I actually was in New York, um, what, like a month ago? Yeah, about a month ago. And we had a great time. Um, we got, like, really drunk. We did our thing, and we, like, forgot to catch you guys up on it, but it was a great time, and we'll be back again for Labor Day, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are currently in the midst of planning a trip to Montauk for an entire weekend of Megan and Athena, so that should be quite scary. I'm honestly scared of us in Montauk. I just feel like it's going to be a really... I'm scared of us in general when we go out. You ended up with some, like, 19-year-old boy, like, talking about life. Okay, (laughs) in my defense, in my defense, I really honestly did not... Okay, he's actually 20. He just turned 21, Megan, he told me. Like, literally that, like, Thursday, I think he turned 21. But he was really cute, and he went to good school, and I just want a smart guy. Like, I just ended things with a man that was uh, not smart, so I just, like, wanted, you know, just, like, a little little smartness. And you went off with a guy that bought you – what did he even buy you? Was it Greek food? I like I, He bought me falafel, and honest to God, I think I talked to this guy. We – I don't think there were any, like, any – there, there's no sort of affection like shared with this guy. He literally just bought me falafel, and for whatever reason, my drunk ass is like, "Athena, let's go. He's gonna get us some food." Can we talk about? Listen, we're in the bar, okay? So Megan had to pee, like normal, you know, just had to go. And I'm now I'm like a deer, like in headlights. I couldn't find her, and this bar was huge. And I'm like, oh my, like she left me. How am I gonna get home? I'm with this random 19 year old who, like, I could probably be his mother I don't know what to do I'm looking around and there's just like all of these like Brad and Chad stare me that's not helpful and I started crying like I started crying in the middle of the bar I was like Megan like left me <laughs> and this guy was like oh like do you want me to like bring you home I was like no I don't know where to go so finally Megan like appeared from the mist like I really think there was like a puff of like 
a white cloud and then you appeared from the bathroom and I was like, oh my God, my savior. It was like you were Jesus. And I was just so <laughs> happy in that moment that you appeared. And then that guy was like, I would Let's never go. leave. It's definitely just been, oh my God. What? I, 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 <laughs> I, I need to know. I want to know who like is seriously dying because that has been going on for the <laughs> Welcome to New York. I would just like to know if they could just pipe down. <laughs> could you try? Excuse me, but can you turn your engine off? Wait, uh, before you tell your story, I Okay, when I was in New York, we were walking to brunch and I'm not kidding. I'm I met my husband on the street and he was a firefighter. So, if I ever find him again, we are 100% getting married. You never you met, met this guy. You made awkward eye contact with him. Megan, he literally smiled and winked at me like he knew like it was going down for real, but like it couldn't because he probably was working. And I'm really pissed about it and I want to find out his name. So, I'm going to like look through all of like the firefighters in like New York City. I don't know what area like it's gonna be hard but I'm gonna do it because he was really cute okay so okay my latest dating story okay it honestly isn't my latest so right after RSP and I we'll just call him RSP because that's what I referred to him in this article that I wrote um after he like broke things off with me I spent a few weeks just like kind of sitting there wallowing in self-pity and like poor me attitude was still there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on a date. Like, let's see what this dude, like I'm definitely not at all ready to go on this date. Like not in the slightest. And, um, so out of a, like on a whim, I get on hinge. This guy messages me. We have like a short conversation. It was just like on a Friday afternoon when I was like at lunch at work. And he goes, would you want to like grab drinks or like tacos with me later? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like this seems like chill, like casual, nothing too serious. So I decide I agree to go on a date with this guy. We meet, uh, we plan to meet at like 7 PM. So I go home, get ready, just change, do my makeup again, fix myself up. I go, I walk to this place and he goes, do you mind if we push it back till eight? And I'm like, Okay, like, he's not canceling on me. He's just asking me to push it back. So I let it slide a little bit, and I just, like, preoccupy myself for an hour. And then he doesn't text me. I'm standing there at, like, 8, 8.05, because it's always good to be, like, five minutes fashionably late, especially because the guy should always be there first on a first date. And he isn't there. So I text Athena. I'm like, this guy isn't here yet. Like, when, when should I text him? When should I, like, make sure that he's still showing up? And he texts me and he goes, can we push it back another half hour? And like, at this point, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, what? Like, what is he what doing? Is he, arriving by, what like, are you doing? Like twiddling your thumbs? And he, and he goes, the Uber's, the, my Uber's just really backed up. And I'm like, I nobody's Uber is that backed up. Anyway, I'm there for another 25 minutes. This weird, like chain smoker, 40 year old comes out. I pretend like I don't see him or hear him or, and I, I pretend like I just don't know that he's even there because I hate when creepy men try to talk to me. Um, he's trying to flirt with me. This guy finally rolls up in his like Uber black XL, whatever the fuck. And he doesn't even apologize for being 30 minutes late to this, this date. Doesn't big even mistake. Goes, <laughs> big mistake. Big mistake. First of all, that, that's strike one for me at this date. Okay. And he gets there, doesn't apologize, gives me a hug, and he goes, we should go grab a, a table. And I was just like, oh, you just, at this point, it was like pouring down rain. I was like, oh, yeah, you think? Like, you, you didn't think of that? Um, so we go, we grab a table. And then, during the entire day, this was like kind of strike two for me. Did it 
ask me a single question about myself. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, this guy really, really loves himself. And he's, okay, let it be known this guy is 28 years old. And he goes, so where do you go out for fun? And I'm like, oh, I like to go to like, I really like dive bars. I like going out and meatpacking, Lower East Side, Fideye, those kind of places. And he was just like, oh, so how late do you stay out? And I was like, I usually try to get home by like two, just because like, I like to go out early and then like rally and come home decently early and he was like really you don't stay out till like 4 30 or 5 and I was like um if you do that when you're still 28 then then your priorities just aren't all there so that was just kind of yeah that was a red flag for me and then he didn't even finish his quesadilla and that like really bothered me because I <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Auntie, that's the main thing I you. this man pays for his quesadilla and doesn't even finish it did he uh, did he take home a bag at least was he like yeah I'll have it to go he's no, definitely not the kind of okay. I was staring at his quesadilla because I ate my whole quesadilla and I still wanted his. And I kept staring at it because he wouldn't eat it. And I was just like, I'm going to eat. I'm literally going to eat this guy's quesadilla. And I don't care what he says. But I didn't end up eating. I didn't end up eating his quesadilla. But that was just like a huge red flag for me. Like, finish your damn food. Like, yeah, you're not. Anyway. You're not Paris Hilton in like 2001. Like, you can eat the quesadilla. I don't yeah. know who you're trying to impress. So, and it's a guy. It's so weird if it's a guy not finishing his food. Oh, yeah. Like, I chowed down on that baby. It was a good quesadilla. But this wasn't even the best part of the story. It gets juicier from here, folks. I can tell you that now. Anyway, as he's talking about himself, doesn't ask me a single question about my life, probably doesn't even know my last name because I don't list my last name on Hinge. Didn't even ask. Um, yeah, so he just, I thought the date was going to be over from there. I'm like, oh, he's just going to, like, thank me for, like, a date, and, like, we'll go our separate ways, and it'll be fine. No, right in the middle of this damn date, I get um, two Instagram memes and a long text message from RSP saying, oh, you mean a lot to me, and, like, I really care about you, blah, 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 blah. And then I got, like, two dog memes on top of that. And I was just like, you know what, this is really, like, the perfect time where I'm, like, so emotionally unstable to be on a date in the first place. And then you send me a text saying how much I care about you and how much you, you liked me, blah, 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 whatever he said. And then I like, from then on my mood just like plummeted to begin with. And I didn't even want to be on a date with this guy in the first place. It was honestly just like a distraction. And then this guy says, okay, let's go bar hop. And I'm like, "Mm, this isn't what you do on a first fucking date, but okay. Um, I was like, okay, whatever. We'll just keep going. It'll be a good distraction. So we bar hop to this, this bar and I'm like trying to keep it cool, trying to pretend like I'm literally not a wreck inside. And he goes, and he goes, and he goes, let's play pool. So we play pool and then we end up going to another bar after that. And he keeps feeding me tequila shots. Like I can just like hold those like 118 pound girl can just hold a bunch of tequila shots on a first date. Like he's definitely trying to get me to go home with him. Like that is definitely his end goal. I realized that when we get to this club bar and he touched my butt and I was like, that's it. I, this date is over. <laughs> I am. You didn't, you didn't finish your quesadilla. Like you cannot go anywhere near me. No, absolutely not. You What's your theory? the quesadilla that, that really set me off. But this was the cherry on top of the cake when he grabbed my ass and we were on a first date. Didn't even like 
didn't even ask if he could grab my ass. Quesadilla, um, wait, that's his name. Quesadilla boy literally just went in. He went in for the kill. I love that. I, Quesadilla. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, he offered to go get us more drinks at the, the bar. And I was like, hmm, okay, this might be my escape. So I'm like conjuring up my escape plan as he goes and gets us another drink. And I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, I'll be right back. Obviously, he believes me because he's dumb. And <laughs> I make sure that he's not looking like as he's standing at the bar. And I duck down so low. All the people in this clubby bar, wherever we were, I don't know where we were, honestly, somewhere in the East Village. I make sure he's no one's looking. Everyone on the dance floor is probably like, the fuck? Is this girl, like, okay? Is everything all right? Like, because I'm just crouched down in my cute little flower sundress. And I look left. I look right. I look at the red exit sign. And I fucking ran ran so fast but before I ran over four avenues sobbing my eyes out because all I wanted to do was go home and cry and wall in self-pity I made sure I stuck in my airpods and put on like my bad bitch playlist and I literally ran for the the hill okay but I just like my one question is like first of all the airpods in your ears is just the cherry on top of the case for this whole story with quesadilla boy but the funniest part is can you imagine like seeing a girl like running but like he's not he's not there anymore like he's in the club like getting his drinks whatever and you're just sprinting away when he's like not even chasing you like if i saw that i would is like it took him about an hour and a half to text me so you know he realized that i wasn't there he was probably like oh fuck that kind of sucks because he's a douchebag and he's stupid he probably found like some other girls to buy drinks for or touch their butt i don't really know what he did within that hour and a half that i just wasn't there i don't know if he noticed i hope i hope he would have but he probably did it he texted me and he goes really question mark and like obviously i felt really awkward because i don't typically run away from guys on dates but this guy was really just not worth being on a date with anymore and i felt like i didn't owe him an explanation after he touched my ass honestly if the date is that bad i don't think you owe anyone an explanation it's like why am i gonna waste my time when clearly you can't even ask me a question about myself you could ask me a stupid question like I don't know, like, what my favorite cheese is. Like, that's fine. That's a question, at least. And, like, the fact that he didn't ask you anything, like, the fact that Nothing. you stopped, dropped, and rolled away from him, that's fine. I stopped, that's dropped, and rolled. I felt like I was – it was like a fire escape plan. Like, I have never felt, like, so impossible than I did in that very moment. At least you used your middle school skills since, like, I feel like that was such a big thing, like – fire drills and stuff this this is the this is the 20 year old fire drill how to get away from an awful guy don't want to be on a date with <laughs> yeah just just run for the hills run for the exit is what we think Let i don't away. have any dates like that but <laughs> so i went home i got myself a carton of ice cream cried all night and texted my ex <laughs> Don't text the ex, but Megan did. I'm not kidding. Like, I've tried to, like, like, Megan's kind of on the cliff, and you're trying to, like, talk her down. You're like, come on, come on. Like, it's going to be great. Like, no worries. But Megan is like, you know what? Like, I'm going. And she'll just keep jumping off that cliff even when you tell her not to. And this is how I feel sometimes about her with her ex. But I just, like, let her jump off the cliff, and, like, I'll just get her later is kind of my theory. (laughs) Like, I'll leave her. It's an Aquarius thing to do. 
I'm so rebellious. <laughs> like, I'll get you later. You're going to be okay. But like, I'll just get you later. I know you'll be fine. I'll text you the next morning. I'm like, I probably like shouldn't have done that. I probably shouldn't have said this or like let him like walk on 1-800-STOMP all over me again. But like you let, you let yourself do it and then you move on and you're like, I'll probably do that again in a week. So you literally are, you are the definition of the Twitter meme where it's like, ah, shit, here we go again. (laughs) I am literally, ah, shit, here we go again. (laughs) Like every time you text me, you should just text me that from now on because when she does text me and it's late at night, she's like, I did this. I'm like, ah, shit, here we go again. I know it's going to (laughs) happen. That's literally me. I mean, like with that side of my life, it's just like, yeah, I've been on like a few dates now, but like nothing has been like, okay, I don't mean to sound like super sappy and like super like dramatic, but nothing has been as great as like the date that I've been on with like the previous person that I dated. So it's really hard to like put yourself back out there and like go on these dates and pretend like they're as great as the other guy or like you're always like constantly comparing yourself and I think that's like where I need to learn to just like either be alone and like move on completely or just like go on dates and keep going on dates and like because if I think about it I never thought that I'd get over um what can I nickname him Wall Wall Street we'll just like call him Wall Street the guy before RSP And I never thought that I would get over him. And I just kept going on dates and pretending like I was interested in these guys when I really wasn't. And then I finally ended up going on a date with RSP and I ended up like completely moving on because I liked his personality so much and I liked who he was so much that it can happen. I guess I just have to keep like doing what I've always done. Yeah. And it makes you feel good when you find someone that you click with. And again, like is good for your mental health. I know that sounds so stupid, but it makes you feel good when you're not constantly like chasing someone or something like that. And like, honestly, like if you did continue this like relationship with Quesadilla boy, like we know how it would have ended. It probably would have been bad. He would have been a jerk, would have texted you at 3am you up kind of thing. And it's not, he's not, he's not the kind of guy you're looking for. And I, I think it's so important to find someone that makes you like not have that feeling. So if you have that feeling in the beginning, just literally run, like stop, drop and roll away from it because it's just going to get worse as it goes on. And obviously like you've done that. You're just like, you know what? I'm not wasting my time anymore because our time is valuable. It really is. I I feel like you and I both have like really good intuition. Like when we feel like a guy doesn't have good intentions or if they're like in it for one thing and not the other. It's just, I have a really good um, mindset when I'm like on these dating apps and I'm going on these dates, I just know what I'm looking for and not necessarily that I need a boyfriend or need like to find my husband right at 22 years old, but I know what I don't want. And I don't want like a hookup that's just gonna like text me you up at 3am that's not what I want it's never what I wanted so why would I waste my time 1-800 waste my time doing it I have this thing where the minute I see someone's wasting my time I'm like cutting them off completely I just I don't know if I act like I'm so old like I'm like 40 years old or something but at the same time like I am 23 and I just I just don't see a point in wasting my time with someone like it just literally happened very recently I I realized that he was wasting my time and it was seriously going nowhere. And I was actually like, I'd be going to work. And like, if he didn't text me back, I would actually get upset. And I hate that about myself. Like, I don't want to be that kind of girl. And I immediately was like, you know what? Like this isn't helping me. And he's still texting me to this day, but 
See, that's what they do. They want to have their cake and eat it too. And they want you at like a safe distance for when they are ready. So they'll text you every day and they'll send you memes and they'll send you pictures. And then they'll wonder why you don't text them back or give them the attention that they want when you do stop doing it because like you're over it and you know, it's not going to go anywhere, especially on their side. So like, why would you waste your time doing it? But they still continue to do it because they want you to keep liking them. And they want you, the minute that you show no interest in a boy, he comes crawling back. And I know that sounds like people never understand it. I never understand it either. Like the minute you stop texting them, they will continue to text you. And it's so like mind boggling, but like the minute you stop caring and obviously I don't think you should completely not care during your entire relationship or like in the beginning, but if you're getting those signs that he's just like not being his true self or wasting your time, just like cut it off. And then eventually if it's a true person and someone that you're meant to be with, he will come back and you guys will fix it, which happens. But if he really isn't, like a great guy, he won't come back and he'll just waste your time even more. Like me, I literally had to waste my time written on my forehead like this past <laughs> month. <laughs> I'm so mad about it, but I but mean, I, learned, I feel like you have to go through those situations, especially like when you do live so close to like a big city, like you live in your Miami and like me living in New York, it's just like, you have to get screwed over a few times to realize like, these are the kind of men that are here. This is the age that they start acting like they actually care about women. And mm-hmm. like, you just kind of have to roll with the punches and like go through those heartaches and those hardships, like to figure out what you want in a relationship and what you don't. Because I always went for people that had went that would make me look like I had one 800 waste my time written all over my forehead whenever I like was in college. And then I came here and I realized, no, I really want like a mature guy. And then like, each date I went on, the guy would be like a year older or a year older than that or a year older than that because I was slowly figuring out like regardless of um, if they were my age or younger or older, it's just like guys are always, what do they say, like five or six years behind women maturity wise. Mm-hmm. So I, I- I feel like that's what I've always known. So I've always said, like, I'm going to go for someone older. Now that, like, I graduated, I was like, you know what? I'm going to find someone. And I ended up finding someone who had a a decent job. He was 26. Yeah, pretty sure he was 26. And I honestly am not kidding with you. I thought he was, like, going to probably, like, I was going to date him. That's what I thought in my head. And that's, like, the most shocking thing to me that it didn't work out. And also, it's really shocking is you can be completely wrong about a person, which is so crazy because I even told you in the beginning, like when I met him, I was like, oh, I'm literally obsessed with him. Like, he's amazing. He's so sweet. He texts me all the time. We went on a great date. Um, he was from Miami. He he was a football player, which next time I ever mention any athlete, just like drive to Fort Myers, punch me in the face and then leave because I'm not talking to any more athletes ever again. But I was so excited about it, and I I thought he was a great guy, and he, like, gave me literally every indication that he was, like, a really genuine guy who wasn't just looking to, like, fuck around, basically, and he was looking for someone. He was very serious about his job, and then it turned out to be he was completely the opposite. And what I mean by opposite is it started kind of going downhill after like two weeks, which is when guys kind of start showing their true colors. And he stopped texting me as much and was a little 
very like wishy-washy about plans, which is my biggest pet peeve. Like if we have a plan and I text you about it, like fall through with it or at least communicate because I think communication is so important in a relationship. Like number one thing, communication. He had no like sympathy for me that like he, um, he just like canceled the plans and didn't care. It was just not important to him that he just like wasted my entire weekend or anything like that. And then he posts on Instagram that he's like at the pool at like a huge pool in Miami when he was supposed to come visit me. And that was my instant red flag. I was like, this is not the person I want in my life. Who's clearly wasting my time. And then on top of that, this is actually kind of funny. So he, I was on my discover page and this is like after the whole situation happened. I was on my discover page and this like half naked girl was on it. And I was like, I like that is never on my discover page. It's usually like random memes or like funny things. And I pressed it and it just so happened. He liked it and commented fire emojis. Like we literally just, I guess, stopped talking. I want to say like three days ago and he automatically was commenting on another girl's thing and me being the petty bitch that I am I liked his comment on it I was like yeah I hope you see this and I just liked it you know <laughs> like I was sitting there like dying I like sent screenshots to Megan like all my friends and I was like look what the fuck I just did and like he never like messaged me about it or anything he actually texted me um two days ago this is like the funniest thing I've ever gotten. He messaged me on Instagram and goes, so we're not talking anymore. Uh, Excuse me. Like you didn't get that from my lack of texting you. And he's really bad at like social cues or like apps, like any kind of humor. He's basically bad at everything besides football. So. um, (laughs) Oh my God. I want your energy. (laughs) But like, he doesn't understand anything that I say, but. He, I like told him, I was like, no, we're not speaking anymore. And I like wrote this long message. I was actually like really nice. And I told him about how I did like him, but I didn't like the lack of communication. And all he takes from my like long message, he just goes, so when are you coming back to Miami? I was like, <laughs> no, he didn't. You didn't tell me this part. <laughs> and where did I like, What? And I like asked him, I was like, wait, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Anyways. So like you come in. <laughs> you coming? Yeah. I'll, yep, I am. I'm. I actually called an Uber already. I'm en route. En route. En route. <laughs> I'm like, when oh, you do on my way, and it's like on my way with like an exclamation. That's what I should have sent him. But <laughs> he's just, he's just someone that is not who I want in my life. And like, I'm not trying to like make him sound like this awful person. Like, I don't want to like completely diss him. I bet he's a really nice guy. Um, he just like, (laughs) doesn't know how to treat a female in any shape, way or form. And I think he's more into like Instagram thoughts than like actually having a relationship, which I'm really happy for him. Like I want him to have like a bunch of Instagram hoes around him. Like I can imagine him having a squad and I, I love that. I love that energy for him. Like, <laughs> I want him to have a whole squad. Like, he, I guess his friends came into town or something. He posted a snap of, like, like three girls on his, like, party bus. And I was like, yes, like, you live your best life with those Instagram hoes. He loves boomerangs. Like, he loves so, boomerangs. Like, I'm not kidding. That, okay, I know that sounds so, like, shallow of me, but we don't care. Um, If you have it, 
embarrassing Instagram story, it kind of makes me not like you as much. And he would always post like boomerangs and use like way too many like emojis. And it really grinded my gears. Like I would actually mute. I actually started muting his story because I couldn't watch it because I started getting embarrassed. (laughs) I had secondhand embarrassment. (laughs) And Megan, Megan would actually send me, because she follows him, his Instagram stories. And I was like, you're making my eyes, like, bleed by watching this. Because it's just a boomerang of, like, the sun. And it's like... No, no, no. It'd be the fresh cut one where he just, like, turns his head from side to side. And just, like, what? And he, like, shouts out his barber who's, like, I don't know, has, like, two followers. I don't know what that's supposed to do. But, you know, keep doing you, boo-boo. I love that. influencing. Yeah, he's he's a major like athlete influencer, I guess. I'm so happy for him. It's not going to work out between us. Um, <laughs> I, I clearly you can tell. But I, I'm not trying to totally diss him. Like I said, he's probably a really nice person. Like I'm not trying to be mean in any shape, way, or form. I just think that like you need to know how to like properly speak to people and I don't think he knows how to how to do that in any <laughs> shape okay, right, like Athena always just handles breakups a little bit differently than I am and I think that's where we kind of bounce off of each other because mm-hmm. when a guy breaks up with me or if I break up with a guy in regards to if even if it's like friendship based like if I'm not friends with a girl anymore or whatever I will do everything in my power to like end on good terms with that person and like I need people to like me, not like necessarily like be interested in me, but I need them to like, like me as a person. So that like later down the road, like if I, they know a person and they know a mutual person and like no one can have anything bad to say about me. Cause I, I just don't, I like ending on good terms with people. So I really tried the whole, like kick this person out of my life route. And with RSP in specific, uh, I tried that for literally a week. And then the very next week, like, I reached back out to him and like sent him like a funny picture and he was just like, why, why are you like, why are you back again? Like stay, stay away from me. <laughs> and uh, it just like killed me. Cause I was like, Oh, you want this person in your life? Like n- it might not necessarily be how you want it to be like relationship based, but you want them there somehow because you miss like hearing about all the little things about their day or like you miss seeing them or like talking to them. And so I tried the whole friendship thing. And like, eventually I just like, kind of actually got to know him better as a person and as a friend than I did like in, in a romantic way. And not that I'm not attracted to him or that I don't like him. Like I clearly have feelings for him, but I don't think that I could ever like, like I did in the beginning. I saw him like, Oh, I could totally see myself dating this guy. I could totally see myself like having a future with this guy. Now I can't say that I see any of those things because of the person that I got to know when we weren't together. Not necessarily that it's a bad thing. Like he's an amazing person, an amazing guy, but I see him in a different way than I saw him when we first started dating. And I think it's important. Like if you are going to take the friendship route that you're going to see a completely different side of that person that you might not have necessarily ever seen. So I don't know. Could you ever like see yourself being friends with, um, Mr. Football player? Uh, I, you know what, in the beginning, I kind of, he actually did text me like, uh, yesterday and was like, I just want us to be civil. And I am kind of not an aggressive person, but I think I've had so many bad things happen to me, especially like relationship wise or boys that like, I take things so hard now. And also like, I have major trust issues too. And I felt like I was being played and that just like really pissed me off. And 
maybe down the line I could see us having a friendship. Like I said, I really honestly was not trying to like diss him as a person. I bet he is a great human being. And like, obviously I don't want that bad juju on me that I'm like trash talking him. But at the same time, like I am kind of so upset at myself that like I put so much time and effort into it. So I think that may not want me I may be hesitant about being friends just because like you know like I actually drove to see him like two times which I mean it's still like a two-hour drive and he was supposed to come see me and I like told so many people about him and he was like telling people about me and we would like FaceTime all the time and we were always in constant contact and I was like really like everything he like was telling me I was like eating up like candy and it was just so upsetting when it kind of all crashed down because I was just like left there and I was like okay like why was I why did I not see those signs or why did I not know that like he wasn't a genuine person and it's not that I'm not saying he's not a genuine person but in the beginning if like you knew how he was to how he started acting it was just totally different and that kind of I was more mad at myself, I think. So I think me allowing me and him to be friends would be so hard because I feel like I would then put my guard down again. And like, I just don't want to do that. Like I told him a lot of stuff and obviously I didn't tell like everything about my life, but I felt really comfortable with him. And in the short span of time that we knew each other, like when I was like leaving his house, I would actually be like sad. I'd want to spend more time with him. And I thought that it was something that we both could work on together and it could be something. And then to be let down is kind of upsetting. And like, I think I get more upset at myself than the other person. So maybe it feels like I'm taking it out on them, but I'm more taking it out on myself. Like why did it work out why like why didn't he like me or in the end like did I do something could I was I crazy was I not crazy um so I think that kind of makes me a little like obviously liking the picture was a little crazy but at the same time like in my head I like went back to knowing how like I have been cheated on before and then I think in my head like he's probably like messaging those girls. And it kind of like, again, like we said, like mental health, so important, especially finding a guy. And in my head, like that made me go absolutely insane. And it made me like the entire time we were in New York, like I, I was texting him. I was like constant contact and I was thinking about him a lot. And it's just like so upsetting to know that like, obviously we don't live in the same place, but I didn't know what he was doing. And we were only in the talking stage, but I still think it's important even if you're in the talking stage and you like someone that you respect them as well. And I just feel like him commenting on a girl's picture, like fire emojis when we just stopped talking was kind of disrespectful. And I felt like maybe his mind was elsewhere. And that's why I kind of, it was just not good for me. And it wasn't good for my mental health either. I was, I was at work and I like got such bad, like panic attacks when he wouldn't answer me and like not answering me. It sounds so stupid, but I would send him like long things about how like I do like him. Like I really want to make it work. And he just like wouldn't respond. And I think it just wasn't what I wanted. So I don't know about a friendship. I don't, I don't maybe see it for a long time. I do wish him the best. Like I, I know that he's, you know, going out for the NFL, which is great and awesome. Um, but I don't know if we're on like the same path. I don't know if we could be friends. I think I'd still follow him on social media. Like we still, like I still do. Like I wouldn't completely like cut him off that way, but I don't know about like being friends. I feel like you had some really good valid points. Um, I feel like in my situation in specific, uh, 
after like seeing the friendship side of things and really having that eye, like it, there are some days where I like wake up and I'm just like, why do I let, like, why did I let him like do that to me? Or like, why do I let him talk to me every day and like keep me not on a string? Cause I know that like, isn't what he's like trying to do, but just like keep me far enough away, but like close enough that like he doesn't lose me. Like, why does he deserve me? And then I remember it's like, well, like, you're going to end up with the person that you're meant to be with in the end. And whether it's this person and he's just not ready or maybe down the line things will work out or if it's a completely another person, like at least you can say like you were always on good terms with this person and things always worked out um, in that sense so that they can't – that can't come back to haunt you. It just like it, – it doesn't make you look like the bad guy. It doesn't make them look like the bad guy. It makes you civil adults who handled it maturely and – I think that's how I kind of started look, looking at relationships because definitely in past relationships, I've don't, I've had that like anxiety where I felt like, Oh, this guy's not texting me back. I have to send him a paragraph and be like, this is how I feel. And this is how you made me feel because you did this, 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 and this, and this. And then they feel attacked. And then that's where they start to think like, Oh, I really don't want to be with this girl. I can never see myself being with this girl. It's just, if you take the high road every single time, at least I look at it this way and like try to be as rational as possible. It doesn't always work out that way because we are women and we are bound to yell at a guy that just men are stupid happens (laughs) it happens um but I try to stay as rational as possible and like in my thinking I'll be like okay put yourself in my shoes or vice versa put yourself in their shoes like how would they feel if I said this or how would you feel if I said this to you um and I think it's definitely really helped me move on from this guy and not necessarily move on because he's definitely an important part of my life and I do value our friendship but I sometimes do feel like disrespected or it's like, okay, is he like only seeing me as like a sexual object now rather and and a friend rather than someone who meant something to him and someone he genuinely had feelings for. And like time, like time to time, like he will tell me like, Oh, I like you so much. Or like, um, he'll just, he'll give me that like a little bit of hope that things might work out in the end. But like, you can't, you can't keep that in the back of your mind. Like you can't put all your eggs in one basket and that's why I'm like, oh, I am going to go, like, on dates. I am going to audition to be on The Bachelor because it's just, like, why Why not? Like, I want that. I want to find my person. I don't want to, like, sit here and waste my time on someone who may or may not happen or someone who may or may not get there with me. And it, it, sometimes you're just not someone's type. That's, like, another thing. And maybe you're a little too much for them or you're not enough for them, but you can't blame yourself for that. It's just everybody has their type and everybody has their person. So I'm trying to look at it in that light that I'll find mine eventually, whether it's him and it's a time and circumstance thing, or if it's someone else and it's timing won't mean anything and it'll just be the right person. Yeah, and I think that's what... I think I didn't realize that like I shouldn't put all my eggs in one basket. So I should definitely kind of go out and go on dates and like do other things. And it's actually really funny this weekend. I was like, you know what? I'm going to like go do my thing, you know, go have fun. So I actually went to a club that Aaron Carter was at, um, which Aaron Carter is like my like 13 year old crush so it was like kind of awesome he looks like a crackhead now if anyone's wondering <laughs> i looked up a picture uh, on google and he I, I can attest he does look like a crackhead yeah he's just and it just so happened we were actually at the same table that he was at like we were in the same like area and he was like he was pretty nice i mean he was trying to take all my friends so i let them do my do their thing um but one of my guy friends actually showed up at the uh, bar and now i'm like 
10 tequila shots in. Like I counted, it was 10. So like I had like one eye closed, one eye open and he, like we were leaving and I was like, okay, like I'll see you like later, like hopefully soon. He's like, yeah, like it was great seeing you. Like, so I thought he was going in for a good old kiss. It turns out he was just going in for a hug and I kissed him. And I, in my head was like, oh no, like this is not good. So I literally just like sprinted away and was like, I got to go find Aaron Carter. Like totally normal thing to say. (laughs) Uh, I just got to go find Aaron. And so I ran off and we've actually been texting a little bit and it, it kind of made me feel better because like, although I just completely embarrassed myself and randomly kissed a man who just wanted to hug me, I just like went out and like had fun for once. And didn't you say he was like, okay with it though? Yeah, he's actually, like, a really, really cute guy, and he's super, super nice. Like, he wasn't weird about it. He wasn't like, whoa. Um, So it, like, made it a lot better. But I think, like, in the moment, like, he, like, was literally going in for a hug, and I just, like, went for the kill. But, I mean, it made me feel better because it. I realized that, like, you can't just – I'm not saying, like, go around and kiss every guy you see on the street. But I'm saying, like, just go out and have fun. Like, if that person is supposed to be your person, they'll find their way. But if not, like, go out with your girlfriends. Like, have a summer fling or, like, meet someone. Go on dates. Like, do fun things. And that's not putting all of your eggs in one basket. Like, I had such a good weekend. Like, literally sitting next to Aaron Carter, who I'd never thought I would ever be saying that. But like, I had a great weekend and I got to like, just relax and I didn't have any anxiety. And I wasn't worried about if that guy liked me or didn't or anything like that. Like I was just having fun, which I think the summer should be anyway, we should be having fun in the summer. It's all about summer flings and it's hot girl summer. It's hot girl summer and you have to just live your truth. I don't really know. I keep telling people I like know how to live a hot girl summer and I I don't. I think it's just about doing whatever you want. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. I'm just like, okay, I'm finally like the weight has been lifted off my shoulder. Like the sadness is no longer there. There's no strings attached. I could do whatever I want. I'm like, I feel like I've been focusing more. Once I'm like, I get past that rut of being sad. I start like thinking like, okay, I want to do this, this, and this. I start recording episodes. I start working out and like making myself feel better. I start eating better. I start like not thinking about this other person like half as much as I used to. And like, honest to God, I feel so much happier. Like my move was a huge, huge part of my happiness. Like moving down to Fida was one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Not that I like didn't like my roommates before. I love them, but I don't yeah, know. I love them too. Just like they're, <laughs> there's, you're like, they're so loud. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> then I met them. Then I met them in person. And there was like two of them that were so cute. And I was like, Megan, like you did not tell me they were this cute. I was like, mm, I, don't really, I don't really, I don't think of them that way, but okay. Um, <laughs> But no, I just genuinely overall feel happy because when I, you are stressed out in a relationship and you feel that anxiousness when they're not talking to you or giving you the attention or giving you what you want out of the relationship, that's when like your happiness just goes like out the window. And it's just like, are they really worth it? Is like anyone who makes you feel anything less than happy really worth it? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Be, be their friend or be nothing. Just like yeah. wait for the person who will give you all the things that you want. 
And listen, you don't always have to end on, on good terms. So you don't always have to be their no, friends. Like no, I think you, you should, obviously, like you said, take the high road, like realizing it now, it looks so much better, but you know what? You need to do whatever is best for you, especially, like I said, for your mental health. Like this yeah. episode is all about your mental health and boys. And I think that you can help yourself by like, just not focusing on that. And if it is the guy for you, he will a hundred percent come around and he'll make your life so much easier, but also don't go out and just try to find a guy to kind of fill that void. If like a guy leaves you. And I think that's also a positive thing that you do is like, you're not trying to find someone to fill the void automatically. You're just going out on dates, having fun, doing things with your friends. And it also, yeah, it's a hot girl summer, but it's also summer to hang out with like your friends. Like me and Megan planned a trip to Montauk with a bunch of friends. And I think that's so important. Like do things that make you happy and that, aren't just solely focused on a guy, but also live a hot girl summer because we got to make your exes jealous. Oh yeah. That's important. Do making sure you keep busy with all these things that do make you happy rather than the things that like don't has like made me such like a happier, nicer, like overall, like a better version of myself. And I think hot girl summer, that's what hot girl summer is all about. It's not even about being like an Instagram thought, which I'm that too, but it's, it's about like feeling and like feeling your best and being happy with your life as it is instead of like wishing it was something else or wishing you were with someone else. Yeah. And I, you should never, obviously we say this like so many times, me and you do, we're like, we well, should never have a guy define your happiness. And it's true. Maybe for a minute you're like really upset and you're like, Oh, that's a bummer. Like it didn't work out, but you have so many other things to look forward to. And there's so many like great things going on. There's just no point in like wasting your time and just focus on your mental health and like boys will be stupid. Obviously Megan and I both know that we've literally had two not so good relationships, but we're moving past it and we're doing good and living our best lives. And you know what, Athena, I'm really proud of us. You know what? I am too. I had a moment there where I was like, kind of not proud of myself because I was like, fuck that man. But now inside I've like moved past his big mistake and which is, you I'm know. just thinking of the meme. I'm thinking of the big mistake. Meme. Uh, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no. And like, I'm moving past it and I'm kind of just like, there's so many other things like that we should be happy about. So I'm, I'm proud of both of us. Aww, I love us. Did I tell you my grandma sent me a literal stack of pictures of selfies that are on my Instagram account, like to me in the mail. I was like, grandma, why would I, why would I want these? So I hung them on the fridge. <laughs> Wait, that, okay. That is our hot girl summer is hanging pictures of yourselves all over your house. Just your Instagram pictures. Just so people know that you're living a hot girl summer. I mean, like I you want it. people Literally no one loves me more than me. I can tell you that right now. Like no one on this planet will love me more than me. And that's like the best way to live. It's hot girl summer. Hot girl year. It's hot girl year. Yeah. Forget this summer. We're doing it all day, every day. I don't know what we're doing all day, every day, but it's happening. You know, it's all right here. It's all right here. It's all right now. I've just created that hot girl. girl. Hot girl year is our love, motto. Love that. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know. I guess we're just yeah, we're just living our best lives. Athena will be in New York soon. 
Our fingers are yeah, we're gonna we're gonna record in Montauk. We'll tell you all about the "Don't Montauk to Us" because Megan loves that saying. Um, we're gonna try to record more frequently. I know, like we've kind of been all over the place, but we are like working bitches. We're trying to save money, live our hot girl summer with money. So we will try, and we'll just catch you up on our lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'll catch you up next time, which will probably be. I got this cute guy to text me. From him, so <laughs> so I forced this guy to text me. It's amazing. <laughs> so we'll keep you updated on that. That it'll probably end like next week. It like it usually does. It's fine, but you know what? You never know. You never know. It's, it's like when you text when you're like, "I'm at the love of my life," and it's two days later, and you're like, "Actually, never, never about mind. that." Never mind. Never mind. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We're sorry about our hiatus, but we're back, baby. Living Hot Girl Summer. You should too. Let us know how you're living your Hot Girl Summer. And give us a rating on iTunes and let us know what you think and what you want to hear. We love you all. The whole five of you that probably listen to this. We'll be back next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.